Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our sixth episode of Spirituality with Kayun. Today, I want to share with you how practicing gratitude is the key to our happiness and well-being. Previously, I talked about how yogis follow a sattvic or a pure, wholesome diet. I also shared how they express their gratitude for the blessed food before each meal. As the days went by during my stay at the ashram, I found myself feeling more and more grateful, not just for the simple vegetarian meal, but for the basic accommodation, for having the time off to travel alone, for being surrounded by great teachers and other like-minded souls, for having a healthy body to practice yoga and meditation, and for just being able to wake up each morning. This reminds me of what Marcus Aurelius said. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Life in Maya, or the material world, was indeed a big contrast. Though I appreciated everything I had, I started to feel that less was actually more. It's no wonder why yogis follow this ethical principle known as aparigraha, which means non-hoarding, non-accumulation, or non-attachment in Sanskrit. Aparigraha teaches us to live simply by unburdening our lives so that we can accomplish more with less distractions. The more possessions we hoard, the more we are weighing ourselves down with physical, mental, and energetic baggage. We need to find space and spend time and energy to maintain these things. We also get attached to them and worry about losing them. Kind of like people practicing minimalism these days. And Parigraha teaches us to keep what we need, what we actually use, or what is important. And this concept, less is more, applies to not just our homes or our belongings, but it can also be applied on a mental level as well. The more we can let go of our negative talk, thoughts, or beliefs that no longer serves us, the more room we have to work on our personal development and growth. Looking back, when I thought about all the Marc Jacobs, the Gucci's, and Louis Vuitton bags I had at home, or all the long boots, booties, and six-inch heels I've collected over the years, I started to wonder why. Why do I need so much stuff? Honestly, many times I couldn't even tell the difference between some of the items I had myself. These days, I'm much more comfortable with just a few staples and basic pieces. Surely, it saves a lot of time and space. Without all the distractions from material living on both a physical and mental level, I felt like I had time to slow down, quiet my monkey mind, to breathe and to turn inward. Yogis believe that when the mind slows down, there will be clarity. When there is clarity, we start to see things we normally do not notice. While I like staying in such a simple and peaceful environment, at the same time, I also felt very grateful for the abundance I had in my life. 
I was thankful for my family, my friends, my job, my career, my possessions, my comfortable bed. Inspired by a lecture one of the spiritual teachers gave during a sasam one evening, I started my gratitude practice by recalling the happy moments that I experienced throughout the day. Even to this day, I still think of what I'm grateful for before I sleep. When I hold spiritual retreats, this would always be one of the key practices. We might share one or two good things that made us smile or something that inspired us that day. And you know what? After a few days of the practice, people always see a change. And gratitude really helps us feel more positive emotions. We become more giving and forgiving. We learn to savor our good experiences. It improves our energy, health, and well-being. We're able to deal with challenges and adversities whenever they arise. We build and improve our relationships with ourselves and others. And we become happier when we are more mindful and present. Give it a try for a few nights. Notice what happens and share with me your experience. As for me, I started seeing a shift after a couple of days. During the remaining time at the ashram, I felt more at peace with myself and even blissful. Especially coming to such a quiet and secluded place like this from a big city like New York. I appreciated immensely the slow-paced lifestyle. I finally started to enjoy the static hatha yoga practice with just a few poses. The 30-minute breathing exercise that made me feel lighter each time. And the lengthy meditation sessions during satsangs that no longer felt long. I found myself chanting everywhere I went and greeting everyone I passed by with a big, genuine smile. I even started waking up for the 6 a.m. practice. Life felt beautiful and bountiful. I was blessed. Yogis talk a lot about mastering the art of contentment, which is called santosha, again in Sanskrit. It is learning how to feel at ease and at peace with who we are or what we have in this present moment. I think we all know that most of the time or all of the time, we want what we can't have and we feel we have what we don't want. The more we can't have something, the more we chase for it. And as we have experienced, the moment we attain whatever it is that we wish for, whether it's a new bag, a pair of shoes, gadgets, cars, homes, or even relationships, we move on to the next new thing. The cycle never ends if we don't learn to be content. So Santosha is not about the fulfillment of what we want, but rather the realization and appreciation of what we already have. I remember one of my favorite lines from a song. It's not having what you want, it's wanting what you've got. At an early age, I somehow felt it resonated with me very much, and I even used it as my quote in my high school yearbook. As all these years went by, I've learned through experience that happiness is really letting go of what we think our lives should look like, and accepting what has been given to us, or even celebrating life as it is. The more I was able to let go and enjoy what is in this present moment, the more blessed I felt, the happier I became. And during the last two to three days of my stay, 
I felt this strong connection with something beyond myself. I felt like there was a reason why I somehow came here to the ashram alone. It felt like something special was about to happen or like the beginning of a new chapter. And I also felt someone, or perhaps an angel, was guiding me to where I needed to be. And you know what I found out later? That that's what yoga really is about. In modern times, the meaning of yoga has changed. Whenever I tell someone that I'm practicing yoga or that I'm a yoga teacher, they immediately ask if I could press all my legs behind my head or teach them how to stand on their heads. The physical practice, however, is just the tip of the iceberg. Yoga is a deep traditional practice that was found in India, and the ancient yogis have been sharing these teachings since 10 to 15 thousands of years ago. It comes from the Sanskrit word yuj, which means to yoke, to unite, to bind, or to connect. Yoga is the union of the body, mind, and soul. Ultimately, it is uniting ourselves with a higher consciousness. Some also see yoga as a philosophy of life or a state of mind. Yoga for me is learning to return to myself, to understand who I really am, and eventually realizing the truth. To let go of what was, to accept what is, and to have faith in what will be. That is my practice of yoga. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please do reach out to me. I would love, love, love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, kyun underscore. Have a great morning or evening wherever you are. The lights within me bows to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.